Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hi everyone, thank you for downloading our podcast today. Mm-hmm. A lot of guests on today's show. Yes, indeedy. Yes, we had James Marsden, who you might know as Cyclops in the X-Men films. And I'm looking forward to him in that new TV series as well. What do I forget the name of it? Dead to Me. Dead to Me. Mm. But he plays twins. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Very cool. So it's so funny. You can, you know when you just go those actors where you can, you you already know which twin it is mm. without them having to be in that scenario. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm. He's one of those um, actors, to hear his name, you're like, who? But then if you He's see his so face, like you know him straight away. 27 mm. Dresses. Mm. Sonic that, the Hedgehog. That was him, wasn't it? Oh, Sonic the Hedgehog. That's where I've seen him recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donut King. What? Donut Lord. Lord of the Donuts. <laughs> Have you seen the movie? Yes. Yeah? I don't yeah. remember that part. Yeah. Mm. He's the Lord of Donuts. That's how it's setting, That's how, what he calls him. Because he's a cop. No, because he talks to the donuts. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Now it's, now it's coming back. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a scenario where you're just saying yes. No, no, no. I do remember it I'm now. going crazy. No, I do remember it now. It's just I got fixated on the Donut King thing for a second. I was like, donut is, he Lord. Do- is, he yes. donut, is he a Donut King Making ambassador? Of it. Mm. Mm. With tails. Oh, he's uh, Sonic's girlfriend. No, his mate, the fox with the yeah. spinny tails. It's a chick, isn't? Isn't no. tails a chick? No, tails is a dude. I always thought she was a chick, and then they hooked up, and they were. That was kind of like a... what Sonic furry fantasy are you watching? No, I'm just <laughs> at the end. I'm just saying. To Did like... he go to a different place in the end? Yeah, they sent um, the they bad sent... guy off to a planet where he has to try and make his way back. Is that where he was doing all the interviews for? Who that? Um, your favorite actor, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Yeah, Miles pa- Prower. Tails. Oh, I, th- I thought Tails was female. No. I mean, when they, when I thought it, um, he was female, mm. I just assumed it would be Sonic's girlfriend. That mm. was all. And um, there's no sort of storyline or anything I've ever seen. Mm. But mm. it's been Googled enough that people have asked, is Tails a boy or a girl? Oh, there you go. Because it's uh, one of the frequents in here. Mm. Uh, people have asked, is Sonic a girl? There is a female Sonic, Amy Rose, mm. who's pink. Hmm. Hmm. There you go. Yeah. Uh, we also have a Memory Monday. Um, we're going to be talking to Clayton Snyder. He played Ethan Craft in Lizzie McGuire. Um, we'll do that. It's coming up. Let's get into it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Girlies <laughs> Week kicked off Saturday. I was there in the thick of it. Yes, you were. (laughs) After all your years' hard work, you got to go down and celebrate. Yeah, and so you should. I mean, how many years since you graduated? Well, this was the sad thing. That's what we were working out. Esther and I, I've been 17 years since I was at schoolies. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were there on the weekend. Uh, Esther's parents have a a holiday unit there in Surface, and we were sneaking in our last weekend visit before uh, it's getting rented out Mm. over the Christmas period. And... We got there Friday, and I was expecting it to have started, um, but it was really quiet, and I was like, schoolies these days, weak, <laughs> nothing. But then they all turned up Saturday. Uh, it was Saturday, the day that they come. <laughs> to be fair, when I messaged Esther, she's like, no, it was really quiet, but then again, we did go to bed at 9 o'clock <laughs> and get up at 5 a.m., which yeah. generally aren't the hours <laughs> of schooling. No. no. Well, they all, turned up, they all turned up Saturday, so it was gridlock through Surface Paradise Saturday afternoon. Mm. And it was actually quite cute to see. You'd see big four-wheel drives pull up out the front and then Dad would get out, yeah. open the back of the car, and then all the girls and guys would get out with all their bags and stuff. Doesn't it freak you out, though, how, and especially the girls, 
they don't look like they've just finished school. They look a lot older. Uh, well, I actually <laughs> felt bad for the girls, mm. and nothing against the guys, but... You see these girls who do look a lot older. They had all coordinated their outfits. They had brand new schoolies outfits, and then the guys just had mullets, so uh, thongs, mm. uh, sorry, thongs and socks. Yeah, and they were fighting over how much vape juice was left in their vape as they walked down the street. See, so now you can understand the girls at your school would go out with older guys completely. <laughs> and I said to Esther's dad, I was like, "Look at all of these drongos," and he and said to you. me, "He goes." <laughs> Mate, you've got a daughter. Teenage mm. boys will forever be drongos. Yeah. I was like, yeah, mm. good point. Uh, but I was at the Coles uh, in the afternoon on Saturday as they were all getting in, because that's prep day for them. They go and get their lanyards, because you're not allowed into a building without your lanyard. Mm. As a schoolie, you're only allowed into the building of which you've booked. If you're from another building, they don't let so you in. So who monitors it? Like, is it the buildings, they, they have to do it? It's part of their authorization. Like, I who's monitoring is what I'm trying to work out. Every uh, schoolies building has security wow. out the front of it. So there's there a security go. guard there. They put big signs oh, on the front. Changed. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? And yeah. they say, unless you are staying in this building, you're not allowed in, and you must have your schoolies so ID with you. what about if you hook up? Yeah. That's why the beach is such a popular place, I'm assuming. Mm. Oh. Um, I don't know. But... Um, uh, Esther's parents' place is a schoolies building. Mm -hmm. and Did they, you get a lanyard? Uh, <laughs> did you get checked by Stop me for, No, Esther was spewing because the yeah. security guard was stopping everyone God. and she didn't get stopped. Was it the two kids following her and the actual <laughs> yes. reasonable groceries That's and not cruises that she was carrying in that really made him go, hey, oh. No, no, come on, it's Esther. That could have happened. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who these kids are that are following me. <laughs> You've got two children, babe. They're not going to stop you. So, um, so, yeah, they stop everyone. They... They, they've got to be able to uh, produce ID. But in the afternoon, I went to Coles, and I was walking around there. It was actually interesting to see because a lot of these kids, mm. it's the first time they've been away yeah. on their own. Mm. No parental supervision. They've got to look after themselves. They're a complete adult. Yeah. And it was the first time, clearly, they'd been grocery shopping because mm. there was groups of schoolies everywhere, only girls. Mm. No guys were bothering to do any groceries. And they're pushing around trolleys, and all of them had their iPhones out and open. And I thought at the start, oh, okay, they must be trying to find certain things. But they had the calculator app open. Oh. Of course. Every yeah. time something went into the trolley, how much is that? How much is that? Uh, yeah, $1.40? Okay, yep. $28 left, guys. Mm -hmm. $28. So, so they're budgeted for... So were they getting a lot of bread? Were they doing the pastas or...? Uh, there was pasta. Gatorade was, funnily enough, on special, mm. so Gatorade <laughs> was getting thrown in, um, a lot of that. One one girl came up to me uh, when I was in the meat section, she was like, excuse me. I was like, yeah, yeah. She goes, where do they keep the sausages? <laughs> I was like... As a dad, you would know where the sausages are. Come with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I'll show you, because I had sausages in there. Was it loud? Um, like, no. I don't, like, no, there wasn't like parties in the streets because they were a lot more organised than what they were because we never yeah. had the restrictions when you went down. No, well, they're saying that they were the, the most well behaved and because of they've lived through COVID, they follow all the rules and stuff. So they were very, very well behaved, mm. all of them, and very polite. You mm. know, a lot of them, um, you know, as they're coming in and out of the building, you're expecting them to be obnoxious. Yeah. They weren't. The, the best part of the shopping experience, though, was there was only one guy there. One guy out of the whole lot. Mm. And I was like, oh, look at that. That one guy is um, obviously buying for his whole room. But I watched him. He walked over to this group of girls. Um, and he's like, what's that? And the girl goes, oh, it's a, a loaf of bread. And he goes, 
Michelle, do we have to get white? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> he's like, it's the cheapest. He goes, no, get something brown or grainy at least. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's like, that's why I was with the girls. Yeah. There he is. So um, they were, I was very surprised by them. How much money did you make buying them alcohol? No, I, and you know what? Disappointed I didn't get asked. Yeah, didn't get I asked. wouldn't have done it, but no. I was standing out the front of Liquorland like, come on, guys, someone, someone. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Payne's resignation as Australian cricket captain. The skipper shocking everyone by revealing his involvement in an explicit text exchange four years ago. Yeah, you don't have to know cricket to now know his name, do you? Mm. A lot of people that wouldn't have followed it would have heard about the sexting scandal that happened. It happened back in 2017, uh, actually on the morning when he was going to make his debut for the Ashes uh, here in Brizzy. Mm-hmm. And it is supposed to start. Well, it is starting in a, a couple, couple of, weeks. of weeks' time. <clears> and now, uh, you know, Australian cricketers are now the embarrassment. And Turns out ball tampering just continues I to go know. right through but that team. It's, so, it's such a complex thing as well. Because, like everyone, I just feel really sorry for his wife because mm. It happened 18 months after they were married. He sent some explicit text messages to a colleague mm-hmm. of his, and it seems like uh, six months later she was offended by it, so she did go to uh, Cricket Australia. They investigated, said it was consensual, but at the same time then he was promoted to captain, and everyone's like, well, wait a minute, why did, why did that happen? We can't have our captain doing that. Mm-hmm. So he's made the thing of standing down. It wasn't even forced to. But that's... Uh, that's not my issue. Uh-huh. My issue is, why send a photo of your junk? <laughs> like, I just I just don't... Like, he's come out and said maybe it was an inflated ego, maybe it was risque, and I'll just have to say, from someone who's been on the receiving end of it, I've never gone, oh, yeah, that's great. Mm. I don't think anyone really likes it, unless a girl has specifically asked for it. Mm. Don't send it, because it's not attractive. I'm just thinking, like, it's such a weird thing to go, yep, they'll want it. Mm. And I think it's just a real common thing and more common than you know. My friends have said, and 13, 10, 60, ladies, if it really is that common, because my friends in the dating world will say that they'll start texting someone on on Tinder. They'll be getting along really well. They'll organise to catch up. And then late at night, they'll get this message and Mm. it'll be that. And they'll go, Well, it just, I guess it shows someone's personality in an instant, doesn't it? Like, But I think a lot of guys are doing it. And they think that they, I don't know if it's just for them, like going, she'll love that. Yeah. See, I'd be, I'm not proud enough of mine. No, it's not about proud, <laughs> yeah, but it's you know, more like, like a, it's a shock creepy thing. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> but I, if, it, if it is that common, you, you can back me up on this 13, 10, 60, because I just know that a lot of my friends were saying that the conversation seems to end there because mm. they're like, well, that's so, it's very specific, isn't it? Mm. Of what you want to happen. And she's like, yeah. and it's always these nice guys. She's like, I honestly thought we were having a great conversation. Yeah. They were talking about even wanting to meet my kids. I was like, this is great. And then just boom, bang, bang. bam. Also, too, I always wonder with those people who are, like, who do it all the time, have they got their one favorite one, like where they think they've nailed it? You know, I, like like, like your out. profile picture on Facebook is obviously your best photo. Like, do you have one that you send to everyone? So you're saying you should, you should send it with um, the today's paper so you can prove it's the best <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> I went out for dinner with a guy and then he went to the bathroom and then I was at the table. And, you know, when you're by yourself, you look at your phone. Of course. So I looked at my phone and he sent me a text of one mm. of his and, but it wasn't in the bathroom. Look, <laughs> his. Is that That's yours? Just, no. But it wasn't in the bathroom. Yeah. It was in his bedroom. So and I just, just went, uh, and I just pretend I didn't get it. I said, oh, look, I've got to go home now. And he's like, oh, do you have to go home? We should split the bill then. Mm. Was, was like, that in the Nokia days as well? Do you think I'm that old? 
Yeah. No. No, well, you, I know how long you've been married for. iPhones went around 10 years ago, were they? No. Scotty and I <laughs> broke up for a while as well, remember? Uh. Yeah, but you've been married for 10 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But we still had phones then. Yeah, no, but I'm. I'm it wasn't a Nokia. To... It wasn't a Nokia. No, no. Well, I'm not a roller razor. What I'm saying is, the definition was better <laughs> than that. All right. I don't know. I'll find out what phone I have. I'm just trying to see how pixelated it may have been. That's all. But I just, I don't think, like, guys, do this as a bit of a community service thing. Listen to some ladies give a call out. Mm. Maybe some like I could it. go in the whole like, don't cheat on your wife, all this. But it's like, I just don't know. I don't think anyone likes it. Yeah, but they've asked for it, unless they've really asked for it. And mm. if, you know, she really likes it, then I'd be concerned about what she's going to do with it later, and that's exactly what's happened in this situation. Ariana. Yes. You've got a few in your time? Yes, I have had a few in my time, and I don't like them, and I don't want them. Don't need them. I've got a husband now. <laughs> don't you always stand by the fact um, that, like, I know it says, I just don't know who's enjoying receiving them. Well, I don't know. They've, you know, each to their own. Mm. But um, for myself and you know my own personal opinion, I don't like them. So, yeah. Have you is it, on that? Has it been like before you're like married? Has it been like just when you were dating? Uh, yeah, definitely back in in the time. You mm. know, uh, I used to get them sort of quite often. Um, but now you know, many years later. It's kind of, you know, sort of dwindled down a bit. But, um, you know, when you do come across them or when I do come across them on my phone, even through Facebook and all that, yeah, I sort of think, oh, my gosh, you know, what, what's this? Mm. And um, So do you get yeah. them, you're getting them now from, from people? <laughs> on Facebook? Um, now and then. Wow. <laughs> but from you who? sound okay. <laughs> I love yeah. you because I know you're trying to avoid saying something. <laughs> you're, you're a married woman. Who is sending them to you now? <laughs> Uh, I won't say anything more. Okay. <laughs> yeah, All right. I'll, I'll just stop it there. Don't like them, don't want them, don't need them. Yeah, All right. yeah, Public service nice. announcement. Yeah. I would, I'd be blocking that person, But that's what I'm saying. Like, they, yeah, mm. it's for them, not the actual person receiving it. Kate in Marumba Downs, I hope you can talk more freely. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about uh, how common this is? Uh, it's ridiculously common. I've only been in the dating market for 12 months, mm. and 95% of the guys that I've spoken to send them. Really? And a hundred percent of the women hate it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm okay because it's not like are you the same as my friends where she's actually feel like she's been da- like talking to someone nicely and then all of a sudden just like bam and she's like wait a minute she's gone back at the text messages to see where the conversation was going. There was nothing in that conversation that requested yep. anything like that. Hundred percent. And sometimes it won't even be a long way into the conversation. Sometimes mm. they've been three or four sentences in like comments back and forth in, and it's just gone bang, and oh. it's like, oh. She said she's been paired with someone, and then that's the first message the they've sent. The first message? Yeah. Wow. And Yeah. It's, please that's, stop. It's leading with you. Yeah, please stop. Hear that, yeah. guys? Please stop. Please stop. Um, Unless they ask, but yeah. they're not going to. <laughs> do, do guys ever ask you for pictures, Kate? Yes. Mm. Right. Okay, so guys, so are they the same guys who, will they be like, here's a picture, can I have a picture? Yeah, basically, but then sometimes it's not even asked for, and mm, it's just yeah. they expect it. And I think a lot of people nowadays, they're not even after a relationship. They're just after a quick fix, and then they move on to the next person. Yeah. Mm. Now, that, that that is an interesting point, too, though, and, and I think it has to be said, a lot of my um, male single friends who are out there dating get a lot of stuff sent to them by women these days as well. Mm. Like, there's a lot of nude photos being sent around on the other side of it as well. Mm. Mm. 
Mm. A lot of my friends that would have sent it though still don't want it back. No, no, yeah, yeah, not, yeah but it is um, something that women do as but well. But then, if you are sending it, that is sending mm-hmm. a message. Mm. You but know I'm just like saying, if, no one really. Uh, this is a no, I know. But if you send no one a naked, enjoys that photo, it's not the same as you know. I know. But if, you can understand if a guy gets a naked photo from a girl, he would send one back to her. Mm. Yeah, Letitia. I'm getting sick. Hi. Hey. hey. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> what do you think? Is it that common <laughs> that these? photos are sent? Yeah, I think it is. And I think no one ever in the world has ever wanted it. And if girls tell that they're wanting it, I think they're lying. Nobody wants it. Nobody. Ever. <laughs> Would it be... It's first... not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it is, though. But that's what I'm saying, though. <laughs> no. But guys need to hear this because mm. they keep thinking, girls want it. Mm. No, you're sending it for your own thing of going, uh-huh, she loved it. You know what? Mm. She didn't. Um, yeah, but how, there's literally no context behind it. They just yuck. How um, quickly would you receive it after like first dating someone? Um, I I've only received like a handful of them in my life. I am so blessed. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> I have like even received some from like a friend chatting about something like oh, I thought you'd want to see. Like, honey, why would I ever? Never. Like mm. who's your mate is like. like yeah. Like, if you wouldn't go over to them in real life and be like, hey, check it out. Like, why are you trying to show me via text? That's Don't a good point. That. That's it's a good point. Very good point. What conversation were you in the middle of when he decided to do that? Mate, I think it was honestly, like, around Christmas time. We were talking about Christmas presents, like, what we're buying people. Like, it was not yeah, okay. right. Okay. This is eye-opening for you guys more than it is for me. Oh, hey? God, no. Mine has been strapped in. Never, <laughs> never No, I mean, hearing this conversation is eye-opening. Oh, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, wow. Uh, good on you, Letitia. Thanks for joining us Thank this you. morning. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. James Marsden. Here to the X-Men movies. James Marsden. HBO's Westworld. James Marsden. Please welcome James Marsden. Hey, uh, the boss baby family business, uh, the star James Marsden is on the air this morning. G'day, buddy. How's it going? Good to see y'all. Yeah, well, we all love um, the series and also this movie because we all have kids. And I always say in our household, it's like everyone can watch it, no matter what the ages are. Everyone loves it. But we have our youngest, who is definitely the boss baby so much that we now call him that and he calls himself (laughs) that. Ah, that's a dangerous, slippery slope you're on there with him. Mm. (laughs) Growing Uh, up in your household, who was the boss in yours? Because you've got a few siblings. Yeah, I have countless siblings. I don't even know how many brothers and sisters I have. Um, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I kind of had came from Irish twins. It was like my older brother was a year older, my younger brother a year, a year younger. So it was like boom, boom, boom. We were always at each other's throats and, you know, trying to carve out our, our own identities. <laughs> so it was a constant struggle for power in my household <laughs> growing up. So. The uh, the the uh, the boss baby thing was was uh, it was a constant shift, but I think you know it was always my mother. She was she was on top of it. She had it. I tell you who it wasn't was my poor sister who was five years younger than all of us, and she just you know we adored her and we celebrated, but we also tortured her as well, um, (laughs) as older as older brothers do. Yeah. Why? And when you say that, what did you do? Oh, uh, I, you know, we would we'd get on the trampoline and bounce her a little too high, you know, and send her flying off, steal her Barbie dolls and you know, hide them in certain places of the house and, you know, draw mustaches on them and 
other things. Yeah, 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 like, uh, what's your audience? (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what, you go, you go as far as you want, and then we'll, you know. (laughs) Maybe if I was here uh, promoting a different film, (laughs) yeah, the uh, OnlyFans, OnlyFans website—is that what you're talking about? Right. Yeah. Then I could probably tell you. (laughs) It's so exciting that it's um, it's it's coming out. It must be hard for you guys because a lot of these um, movies. Everyone's waiting for them. They've been advertising. You guys have obviously filmed them. Like with COVID, the date's being pushed back. It yeah. must be hard as an actor. Uh, yeah, but to be honest, I don't really keep track of all of that. I don't. I just, you know, I call, they call me in for voiceover work, for dialogue work. I go in and you know do new scenes or you know redo some old lines, and then I never feel. It feels like on the voiceover work, it never it never ends in a good way because it's always playful and fun going in there, but. It, you never have a sense of when the movie's done, right? When you're doing a scene in a TV show or a movie, when you're opposite other actors and the cameras are rolling, you know they can't go back and reshoot that that scene. That's in the can. Mm. With voiceover work, it's sort of like this kind of, you know, nonstop, <laughs> you know, who knows when this is going to be complete. So the COVID thing, yeah, we started recording some stuff from home. Um, and I know it delayed the release date, but... Uh, if you told me I was the movie was supposed to be released before this, I would have I would have been surprised. I, right. I don't really didn't really follow it, but I think because when you're doing these these voiceover um, roles, you're in a dark room with a microphone and the director. That's it, right? There's not you're not on set. It's just like you're in this sort of like nowhere land. It's just you and your voice and and the script and and. Eventually, they'll say, "Okay, you're done." <laughs> but until then, you don't really know ever. You don't really ever know when you're going to be done. Yeah. But um, and then they take, you know, the 50 different takes of one line and they pick their favorite and they put it together with Alex line. And it's really amazing. Like we, like we were never in the same room together, uh, me or any of the cast. But when you watch the movie, you know, the editors are brilliant. They'll pick you know, their favorite take for this line of yours and then Alex's favorite take and see how they blend together and, you know, kind of splice it all together. It's really kind of interesting how it all works. It's very different than making a movie. One movie you did that was on set, and it was a great movie, loved it, was um, Sonic the Hedgehog, and I'm a huge Jim Carrey fan. I can't imagine, it must have been amazing to work with him. He was terrific, man. It was it was exciting to see him excited to be back on set again. Mm. He was, you know, he took a break for a long while, and it, he just, he was on set with a big grin on his face, and never seen someone more prepared show up. He had a thousand ideas for every scene, and you kind of just roll with it because you know there's just gem after gem after gem, and 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 it's it was just such a joy seeing him enjoy himself being an actor again. I think the sequel, which we just finished, is just going to be Jim Carrey times ten. Awesome. Everything you saw in the first movie just times ten. It's just he's off the charts. It's fun seeing him enjoy himself again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hey, I heard yeah. you knocked back a roll in uh, Magic Mike. What did you do that for? From here, you look quite uh, physically ready to roll. I'm not sure why you, why you would I, do that. Uh, <laughs> the real truth behind that was I think I was a little self-conscious about what I was, you know, my I, what I was going to look like in a Speedo. Mm-hmm. Aren't we all? Come next, on. next to Channing Tatum. But then beyond that, the role was, you know, the script I got uh, was, it was a couple of scenes and I thought, I've been doing this long enough to know that these scenes could so easily just be cut and and I could exist in the movie still as a non-speaking extra 
in a speedo. So, uh, it's on your IMDb. In an effort to avoid that embarrassment, I'm probably going to say no to this yeah. just because. And then Channing was like, Channing reached out to me and he's like, no, 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 we're going to. We're gonna write more stuff. We're gonna like improv. We're gonna come up with stuff, and you know, and that's what they ended up doing. Mm. But I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, I've seen this movie before. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, if, and if I'm on the editing room floor, I'm just gonna be walking around in a you know scantily clad little g-string and. People are going to be like, James Morrison was in that movie, but he never said anything. It's really strange. <laughs> is that, uh, is that, that was my fear. Any, that was yeah. my fear anyway. Is, is that but, an actor's uh, biggest fear, though, that they just out of context end up in a movie? You know, because you don't get much say over that, I guess, do you? It's up, up to the editors, the director. No, and if you have, and, no, and if you're a, you have a bigger role in the movie, then it's, yeah. you know, you obviously less chance to, to be completely cut out of it. But if it's just a handful of scenes... And you're, you know, and you're walking around, you know, fully naked, pretty much. It's like, <laughs> why am I doing this again? Uh, and then it, it also, by the way, it's easy to look back hindsight 2020, right? And go, oh, it was a big hit. At the time, you're like, oh, God, this could be an absolute disaster. Yeah, I mean, it, true. It's Steven Soder- Soderbergh and Channing Tatum, so it's probably not going to be. But, you know, at the time, it was like, who knows? This could be... <laughs> you know, but yeah. uh, so that's kind of I don't look back often and say, oh, man, I should have just taken that role. Uh, and that was one I probably could have loosened up a little bit and, you know, had a little more courage to give it a shot. 27 Dresses, because you're in so many of my favorite movies and I can't wait for the next one of Enchanted as well. But 20, um, 27 Dresses, is it true that the scene that you guys do in the bar of Benny and the Jets, you were drinking tequila shots? <laughs> Boy, I have to watch my mouth in interviews these mm-hmm. days because I say the wrong thing or a little tad, little tiny bit of the truth, and it's everyone loves to talk about it. We so how were drunk so were you, sir? <laughs> well, yeah, not very drunk, but we definitely had we had a shot or two, and it, the reason why we did that is because one, it's supposed to be a fun drinking scene, but most importantly. It was the last scene of the movie. Like we were done. That was the last scene that we had to shoot. And it was a night shoot. And then we were like leaving the next day to be flying back to LA. So we were like, well, normally we wouldn't have a drink of tequila before a scene knowing we have to work the next day. So we were like, well, we're done. The movie's done. We should like, see, it was kind of our like rap party. Mm. So that whole scene ended up being kind of our rap party. It's a, it I mean, we weren't smacked. Yeah, we, we've made a mistake yeah. then. Well, sort of. <laughs> when we heard you were coming on and that's the way you roll, we started drinking at five o'clock this morning, thinking that's what oh, you were doing. So, nice. You had some sort of Pavlovian, Pavlovian uh, effect on you. We thought you were more fun, Great. man. <laughs> Listen, nothing would make me happier than to be the guy that, that, uh, that, uh, that, <laughs> that encourages people to have a drink when, they, when he comes on the air. That'd be, we'll I'd much rather be known as that guy. Hey, mate, uh, The Boss Baby, it's a a great film. This is so great to have another one, Family Business. Uh, James Marsden, a pleasure, mate. It's been really nice talking to you. Oh, yeah, pleasure talking to you all. Thanks for for, uh, setting aside some time for me. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. In 2001, teenagers fell in love with the TV show Lizzie McGuire. 
It shot Hilary Duff to worldwide fame. Hilary Duff. And gave away to cult characters like her love interest, Ethan Kroll. You know how on the shampoo bottle has directions, lather, rinse, repeat? I don't repeat. They only put repeat on the bottle so that you'd buy more shampoo. He was played by Clayton Snyder and he joins us this morning for Memory Monday. Memory Good morning, Clayton. Good morning. It's so fun to hear Ethan Cross as opposed to Kraft. That's amazing. It was yeah. a massive show in its day, and it must have propelled everyone in the cast to stardom. You would, you were on like posters on girls' walls and stuff. That must have been a trip. Well, I mean, I can't say I saw any of those posters personally, <laughs> so I cannot verify. Uh, yeah, it was a wild time because I was on the show playing my own age, and I was 13 years old doing the TV show for Disney before the movie, and then I was 15 for that. But that was the first thing I did professionally. I was going to public school and playing water polo and uh, still being a normal kid, and uh, it was wild, man. Being a normal kid, though, right? So you maybe there was girls that didn't notice you at school, and then you go on the show and you're still going to school. Like, you would have got a lot more credibility when you went back to school, right? Oh, yeah, you bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, was a, there was certainly a, a, sh- a noticeable shift in people's uh, noticing of me or opinions of me, and it's really interesting to see the shift in people who, like, all of a sudden think they're much closer to you mm. than they are or hate or I won't say hate that's maybe strong but like dislike you jealous uh, without ever talking to you yeah there was definitely a, a shift like on the day that I came into school like let's say the first episode premiered on like a Friday and then coming to school Monday it's just Lots of eyes. Mm. <laughs> your uh, your character wasn't the the brightest, um, Sparky. He, he wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed. Is that tricky? Like uh, he tried hard. He tried hard. <laughs> but then, do people think that's you when you meet them? That and like, oh, hello, Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know that, that that is a funny question. They wouldn't assume that I was lacking in intelligence necessarily, but I would often get approached with the question like oh my gosh you're the guy from Liz mcguire like are you really that dumb and i'd be like what an interesting question because i have no way to actually verify that for you and so i just say yes and and <laughs> that seems to satisfy them like but then sometimes they'd press it and be like no like but really though did your uh your beautiful wife because you got married last year to uh allegra did, did. she admit that she had seen the show or was she the type like i'm sorry i've never ever seen it before like posters on my wall no no and yes she let's say she played it really cool when we were first getting to know each other and then later on she was like yeah i was a super fan (laughs) i came to find out later uh but now it's it's definitely mutual it's definitely mutual now the show um was set to come back and we had seen pictures of um, Hilary Duff out filming two mm-hmm. episodes. Apparently, got mm-hmm. put in the can, and then there was a bit of um, a bit of a fight with Disney over how the show and the direction of it was going to go because Lizzie would now be in mm-hmm. her thirties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there was. I mean, I haven't signed any NDAs about this, so it was it was it was rolling. Uh, you guys saw the the same photos I did, and uh, yeah, there were talks about including me on this reboot. And as you could imagine, when there's uh, lots of money and opportunity involved, there's a lot of opinions on how things should go. Mm -hmm. 
so whether producers wanted to do the classic revamps that we've seen where it's like the new generation of this show versus the continuation of the same characters, which I personally thought was a better angle because it's kind of like a Harry Pottering mm-hmm. of the show where yeah. the show grows up with its audience. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was going to be excellent. But the trick there is that I think the show did so well because of how honest it was uh, about the life of a tween girl in middle school and like the honest thoughts of like, I want a bra or, you know, uh, thoughts of other people uh, in her class, uh, you know, high emotions with love and puberty and all that kind of stuff. And if we were to then present that with a 30 something year old uh, woman uh, on a Disney show, I don't know if all the honesty. <laughs> yeah, she's could already be presented got bras. On that exactly, she's yeah. already got bras. She yeah, yeah exactly. We're, well, yeah, yeah. Well, Hilary Duff, who of course plays uh, Lizzie McGuire, apparently she was after the same storyline that you are—that you know it would be for them in their current mm. days. Uh, did you ever discuss it before? I guess there was rumors of you going on this show. Uh, there was not like a high council of us uh, okay. coming together and <laughs> <should've> like <laughs> like discussing what we should have. Yeah, they, that could have been very fun. Um, no, was, I mean, something that potentially big was certainly kept under wraps in tighter circles and discussed. I personally was most excited about the possibility of coming back just to see where the heck they took yeah. the character of Ethan, because he could be anywhere in his 30s. He could be... Like President running for some kind of office, mm-hmm. or he could be like super content at a car wash somewhere. <laughs> uh, you know, with you guys being so young on the set, you would have had to have, I guess, parental guidance. They would have had to come on the show. There was a lot of rumors that um, Hillary Duff's mum, Susan, was quite protective and rightly so of her daughter, and then had sort of wanted to get a better deal for her for for money, rightly so. Was she on set quite a bit? Uh, yeah, I saw around quite often, and as minors, uh, you are to be accompanied by a parent or a legal guardian, and you have to get so many hours of like school or tutoring in per day. I think it was three hours. Then you could bank them throughout the week if you were on for more than one day. Mm. So I would often see the other parents around there, and would often see Susan. And uh, from my experience on set, I thought she was lovely. Even to this day, she came and saw me in one of my musicals that I was in recently. But yeah, I thought she was great. Clayton Snyder, what a treat to have you call through this morning, mate, talking everything Lizzie McGuire. Really appreciate your time. Thank you, everyone. Have a great day. Good on you. There he is. Uh, Clayton Snyder, he played Ethan Craft in Lizzie McGuire. He's on the air for Memory Monday here at B105. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Big weekend at my house. It was my daughter's uh, ninth birthday party, and she has a tradition um, where she has a sleepover, and she has um, she normally has... Uh, the amount of children for the amount of years she's been alive. So for her six, it was um, six plus her. Then last year it was um, seven plus her. Uh, this year it was only eight because can't one... wait for a twenty-first. I know, right? Uh, no, I think I think we're going to end this tradition because it's a nightmare. I don't. It's, it's next level commitment. Like mm. I always find interesting when the boys get invited to a sleepover, and I feel like saying to the parents, and I always do it. I go, Are you sure? And they're like, No. And often <laughs> it's a dad going. It's my wife's idea, <laughs> but this is yours. Yeah, she loves it. Uh, and a few things, few things occurred. They they were all great, and they you know the older they get, they actually t- start taking care of themselves. And it was very hands off. They were just in the backyard running around like crazy loons. Um, but I, I did mention to my wife, she applies adult logic to children, right? So imagine if you had eight kids there, 
and you wanted to get them pizza, um, what would you do? You'd go. What do you oh, want? What do you want? Really? Because mm-hmm. I'd just get a stack of pizzas and go for adults. There. For kids. For kids. You wouldn't, because Kat actually got out the menu and was like, now they've got this and they're that. Which one would you like? Which one would you like? Would you like that? Well, we did the same. We got pizzas for the kids at cricket and they mm. all chose what they want. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. Is I mean, ruining no, what you're talking about? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Not a pizza, pizza reach. What you would do is you do like a tally. Yeah. yeah go for want? the most common. If there's one kid who's like, I want vegetarian, you're like, no. Nah. Well, that's mm. why they did half halves. Mm. Yeah. You know, that's mm. why they started that trend. Yeah. Mm. Uh, See, but Eden loves anchovies, so it's such a does nightmare. She? Does she? No. So, why it's one guy's like, good anchovies. <laughs> no, mate. If it doesn't have capers on it, I'm no. not interested. Um, but then. That, all, all great, had a great time. And then the next morning, um, we were um, downstairs and um, we were keeping an eye on them. And they went out and they were playing a game. And this was crazy, right? They were playing a game called Vaxxed or Unvaxxed. And every time you, you went, like, kind of like Duck, 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 duck goose. goose. And if you said Vaxxed, um, you got a jelly bean because you were Vaxxed. <gasps> and then at the end, and we were just listening to this going, What? the heck is going on? And then at the end they went, okay, now it's mandatory. Everyone has to get vaxxed. So oh, what, my God. What, what happens if oh you're unvaxxed? You well, kicked that, out of the party? You, yeah, you don't get a jelly bean. All the kids are unvaxxed anyway, really. That's but Where true. did they get this game from? Is I this what, Are they just modelling off their parents? Is what? this what you guys do no, when you come <laughs> over to parties? <laughs> jab me, jab me, jab me, jab me. And no, and I thought that because I was like, um, you know, we mention it occasionally. We've got friends down on um, the Tweed, so occasionally come like we can get there when everyone's back. But it's not like we sit down and, and chat about it all the time. Um, and I was like, "This strange." And then I, was, I said to one of the parents when they came to pick them up, I said, "They're playing this game." And they, yeah, they play it at school, and they play. They've got all these different COVID games that they play. The kids started it, or the teachers have done it. No, the kids. No, the bloody government's getting into their heads. Early. Is it the a girls' game? Because hey? I just can't imagine the boys hey? playing it. Oh, your boys unvaxxed. <laughs> were they smart the pro- enough were they, is what I meant. Were they like, the protest on the weekend? <laughs> the little placard that my youngest was holding up was so cute. Yeah, but I think it's, it's interesting. It's my body. I can do what I want. No, you're not, Koa. I'm in charge of it. <laughs> but it is interesting to see how they... Because obviously it's everywhere, yeah. you know, and it's on the news and, and parents talking about it, so they're talking about it at school. But it was interesting to hear them and how they're, they're using it in their, in their day-to-day life. Where'd they get the syringes from? They actually, <laughs> funny you say that, so they had push pops and they'd suck them down to make a spike and they were using that as oh the my, syringe. Oh, my God. Insane, That's right? That's a very weird game. I know. And then they played Squid Game and only half of them made it. (laughs) (laughs) But it was a great bar. Wow. (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Things you can say would say in bed. Well, a Chinese uh, food influencer was banned from all-you-can-eat buffet because he ate too much on his first visit. Apparently, he <laughs> ate 1.5 kilos of pork, followed by as much as four kilos of prawns. Wow! I'll said, be honest. In a stir-fry too, there's hardly any meat in it. I know. You know, you've got to harvest that. You do. Out. But we thought, why don't we use that for what you can say in the bedroom and at a buffet? At it's a not buffet. rude. Your mind just plays tricks on you. You could just say things like. Let's be polite and let the old couple go first. <laughs> Steve in Collingwood Park. What can you say in the bedroom and at a buffet? I can eat this all day long. Oh, hey. Yes. Hey, good. <laughs> Don't be shy, guys. 131060 is the number. John in Forest Lake. What can you say in the bedroom and at a buffet? I've never someone stuff so many sausages in their mouth at once. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Can't have too many sausages. Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> okay. I love sausages. Right, I do. Yeah. I like them. I know you do. That would be my, if I had one food rest, left to eat, would be sausages and prawns. 
That's like for the rest of your life. Yeah, I could live off that. What type of sausage is it? Oh, good one. Um, I do like a pork. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not a big fan of chicken, though. I'm no, glad you like no, a pork. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, Richard. Oh, look at that clam. I just want to keep eating it. Yeah. Yeah, yep, yep, there you go. Good clam. All right, Sam and Jim Boomba, what can you say in the bedroom uh, and at a buffet? Both make perfect sense. Oh, my God, you expect me to eat that? <laughs> you got to try new things, though, when you're at a buffet, Sam. How long's that been sitting there? It's all dried out. You know, that last little bit at the bottom of the Bay-Marie pan? Stephen in Red Bank Plains, what can you say in the bedroom and at a buffet? Uh, I think it's been, I think it's a bit stale. It's been staying out too long. Oh, yeah, sorry, buddy. Yeah, you stole your line. Stole your thunder. Didn't always does it. Both scenarios. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get out of the way. I'm having a go. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Queensland will become the Funshine State when Carnival Spirit arrives in 2022. Carnival Cruise Line. Choose fun. Stab Abby and Matt's underwater show. Under the sea. Ah, the ocean. Stab Abby and Matty. Live from the Great Barrier Reef. Choo-choo-choo. They find their way back to the big old blue. Ooh. On the 2nd of December, yeah, we're celebrating, welcoming summer in, actually, by doing an underwater show from the Great Barrier Reef. It is a world first. People have done radio radio shows uh, from a pool Mm -hmm. underwater, Mm -hmm. but we're going to take it to the Great Barrier Reef, and I'm excited about seeing yellowfish. That's Uh, what I want, specifically yellowfish. Yellow ones. One of the dads at school pickup uh, came up to me on Thursday and went, oh, yeah. I said, what? He goes, oh, got to go to the Great Barrier Reef, got to go to Cairns for your last week of work, nothing sus. It's like, yeah, we did plan that pretty well, didn't we, hey? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cruise up there. Um, but we, there's a lot of things that we sort of feel like we're, wor- we're working on because mm. we haven't really got our head around it. We have had a little bit of a debate in the studio about what the temperature is under there, uh, under the, the, the ocean, and I think we need wetsuits. Apparently we do need wetsuits because there are stingrays. Yeah, stinger suits. Uh, there's um, the jellyfish, obviously, because yeah. um, uh, most people know if you go up to Cairns, you can't actually swim at the beaches because there's so many stingy things in the water. So we're going a little bit further out, but we do still need to wear stinger suits. I want to wear booties case. as well, but Stav said there's no way you need booties, but there's stonefish. <laughs> oh, my God, I hope you get stung by one so badly. <laughs> She's going to be ringing all of her stonefish friends. Yeah. Like, boy, on the second of December, <laughs> what are you doing? Sort it out. Mm. Now, um, we, we all agree. We all is... agree. If someone does get stung, though, we're happy to wee on each other. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, I, I will, but that's the wrong sort of fish. Just so you're. I aware. was going to do it anyway. <laughs> um, do you guys know how to put a wetsuit on without? Getting... No, well, well, it's now a real we're... surfy thing where you you don't like. You don't go out in uh, private to get changed into your wetsuit. Ah, right, right, right. Oh, you know, you just hold the towel around you. Mm. Um, Thanks to Adreno and Wetsuit Warehouse, uh, they're open seven days, 56 Deshen Street in Woolloongabba. Uh, Check out adreno.com.au. They've given us some wetsuits now to try on. I've never, ever put a wetsuit on in my entire life. Oh, have fun. It's not. It's a bit weird. Um, So what's the, what is the degrees there? All right, so I've checked the um, surface water temperature is 27 degrees, which wow. is really warm. Ooh. Yeah, it's up north, mate. season? That's not bad. Yeah. What about but, under? Mm. But then five metres below, it'll be 22. So oh, it no, drops a degree every metre below drops you get. Uh, there you go. Ooh. That's too cold for me. Are you not wearing yours? Yeah, I'm going to get you know, get involved. Um, get it on then, mate. Does the zip go at the front or the back? Back. back. That's why it's got a long rope, so you can do it. All right, here we go. They're a bit... Uh, a bit tight. Does anyone ever look sexy in a wetsuit? Um, Mick Fanning. Oh, yeah, good one. 
<laughs> Chris Hemsworth. Oh, God, he'd need yeah. a big one, wouldn't he? Oh, you betcha. How, <laughs> have you never, how have you gone through your life without ever wearing a wetsuit, Matty? You you know, never... I'm one of those losers mm. who's worked on the Gold Coast, worked on the Sunshine Coast, lived across the road from the beach, mm. never surfed. Right. Do you know like, the specialty of mine? Getting changed without showing anything. You know when you go in a car? Mm. They probably shouldn't really, safety rules. <laughs> nah, people on the Riverside Expressway have seen you. The tradies see you on the way in in the morning. No, it's just scary when you get a bus oh. like that pulled up. Are you not putting yours on? No, I am. I am working up a sweat. <laughs> yeah, no, this is going to be hot. Oh. We are going to be sweating for the uh, entire duration of the show. There is also the issue of uh, how we're going to go to the bathroom as well, because yeah, in you the ocean... the bathroom every two minutes. In the ocean you just go, but uh, here we're going to have to be, be like wearing a pants Oh, suit no, I can't imagine. wear this for the whole, whole duration of the show. No. I f- this is like, you know, you, you only go to weddings every so often mm. and you've got a suit. Yes. This is like putting, putting on that suit, realising you've had too many kebabs <laughs> between cousins getting married. <laughs> there we go. All right. Maddie's well, like, got his arm in. Abby's oh. fully done. Well done. Do you want me to do you up or you want to do it yourself? Wait, wait, wait. I've got to do it myself. the little strap thing at the back. Cool. Uh. Wait, did you got a second one, bruh. I feel like they got one size too small. No, this is embarrassing because we actually gave our measurements. So unless you lied about how much you weigh, mm. yeah, you'd do me up, Steph. Okay, cool. Well, they don't they don't really do you a favour down below, that's for sure. There you go. No, no. Actually, uh, can I say that actually looks cool? Does that? Yeah. Sure, I look like? Can you, I need a surfboard, don't I? Yeah. Alrighty. Oh, this is hot. They're quite um, quite kind to the figure. What are you Ooh. trying to say, mate? As in, it's figure hugging, and you look amazing. Yeah, I don't. I haven't seen you stand up. Uh, you look better. <laughs> <laughs> nice save. Why are you not putting yours on? I it was. I was just uh, someone had to mend the microphones while you were. Oh, doing you it. need to go to do a wee before, don't you? No, I'm good. I'm good. All right, put it on without uh, doing a wee. You want to get naked in front of us? Is that what it is? Oh, please, I'm my hair's breath away at every step. <laughs> uh, so the underwater show, second of December, guys, to celebrate. Thanks to Carnival Cruise Lines, uh, we are giving away. Holidays, uh, family cruises, you guys register at b105.com.au. Um, if you want to see us in our weddings, we're going to get that up on Instagram right now. Oh, sex appeal. Oh, well, why? Well, I mean, we've got to do something. We can't just put Ooh, them on. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't oh. keep this on. No, no, it's this really hot. Let's tight. get a photo and we'll take it off. <laughs> this is very. What, how does. How do girls wear spanks? Is this what a spank feels like? No, spanks are more uncomfortable. So they cut in. And, like, I, I know it sounds but I've never worn a, a spank when I'm feeling good about myself. So yeah. it all sucks in. It's uncomfortable. And then you get that line. It's just, they're not good. What do you do if you've I've got a... I've only worn them once, by the way, and I ripped them off and put them into the bin in the girls' bathrooms at the convention centre. Oh, there's a phone topic. 13, 10, 16, <laughs> where have you ditched your spanks? Where have you ditched your spanks? <laughs> girls, you don't need them. Be proud of who have you are. Have you ever ditched your spanks? And I actually gave a whole thing of, like, I'm sick of not loving who I am. And this is after many champagnes. Yeah. I'm proud of who I am. Can you get, count me to rip these off? <laughs> <laughs> Boof. Uh, all right, register b105.com.au, guys. Win yourself a family cruise all uh, to celebrate our underwater show. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. So uh, my hubby likes to get some extra money, like he saves all the copper pipes, takes them in any of the steel, and he also collects cans. Mm. So last night when we were sitting having dinner, (laughs) the door, we've got a screen door and that was open. Someone decided to come into our yard, which can I say looks like a rubbish tip, I'll give him that, but to remove the cans that we have in there. Uh. And I was like, no. So I yelled, oi! 
Nah, do it properly. Give me your, give me your get out of here, oi. Oi! <laughs> I reckon like, you would have gone deeper. Yeah, like that. Anyway. But it didn't stop. It really? Scanned the cans. I went, I know what you're getting. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm cleaning up for you, lady. <laughs> I know it doesn't look it, but we, we like to recycle them as well. So he goes down and just collects all the cans out of people's bins. He obviously makes a lot of money for it. Yeah. But it was kind of like when you're at the beach and seagulls are there mm. and they're not scared of you. Oh, yeah, And yeah, you just yeah. get like, oh. So he collected them still <laughs> and then left. Wow. I know. And I said, just goody, that's a bit brazen. He goes, oh, he comes here every week. <laughs> oh. oh. So, it's like, yeah, so Scotty lets him no, take No, Scotty doesn't oh, let him, but okay. Scotty doesn't have the oi. So right. thanks, well, the, no thanks. Why didn't work? Why didn't work? <laughs> no. I'm gonna get it better at it. I'm gonna have a conversation next time. You know when you say, like, for instance, you are certain of something to your child, and you say to them, mm. "There is no way at all." that if you unwrap that, that there will be anything inside that toy. That toy is just the way it is. And then your wife says, no, I'm pretty sure if you unwrap that, there's something in it. And I'm like, babe, don't be ridiculous. I'm telling you, you unwrap it, there's nothing in it. So you have that argument, and then the child unwraps it, and you realise, yes, there is something in it. Wow. But you'd really pushed it so hard that you get into an argument over it. <laughs> And when you're wrong, not only are you super wrong, but you realise it probably didn't matter to be right that much about it. <laughs> and really, if you played your card properly and said, go on then, unwrap it. Mm. And if there was nothing in it, you'd be like, I told you. Mm. So, thanks. <laughs> but no thanks. <laughs> Yesterday I had uh, my sister and um, her partner and my mum and her partner over for Rory's birthday and I made a batch of Spanish paella. Did you put prawns in? I gave everyone one prawn each. <laughs> but made it up with chicken, chorizo, a little bit of white wine, some Caviar. paprika and cooked in a slow cooker for about two hours. Really looking forward to it. It looked delicious. And then when I was serving it up, I made a little bit of a mistake on the quantity. And I was the last plate to get done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and all I got was rice. Mm. No chorizo, no chicken. As a chef, you got to sacrifice. I did. I had to take one. Because you I want did. them to be happy. So I was like, oh, I had all six plates. So I was like, there you go. Oh, no, there's seven people. I guess I'm just having yellow rice. <laughs> I didn't want it. I didn't want it to have no. I had it when I was cooking. I was nibbling away. Yeah. <laughs> it was devastating. But thanks for that. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks tomorrow, guys, uh, when you listen live on 105.3 FM. Here are uh, an answer. Here rabbit, is an answer. Rabbit. 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 It's on the screen stuff. <coughs> run, rabbit. Run, rabbit. So, run, name run. an animal starting with R. Mm-hmm. Yep. Rabbit. There you go. Wabbit. There you go, guys. You made it to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much. See you tomorrow. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Staff Abby and Matt on V105.